Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We have a packed house, and we're excited to uh, have with us from the Erie VA Medical Center, Chanel Cook, the Public Affairs Officer, Karen O'Neill, the Chief of the Center for Development and Civic Engagement Voluntary Services, and Andrea Andy Place, U.S. Navy veteran and volunteer DAV driver. Ladies, thank you so, so much for being here. We're, we, we, we are, we've been so excited about making this happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, let's go around. Chanel, we're going to wait because we've been on the, uh, you've been on with us before, but let's go to Andy. We're, we're family show, Andy. Let's get, get some origin <laughs> stories. You are a Navy vet. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved. Uh, you know, uh, did you enlist or, you know, were you commissioned and, and right up to that microphone, if you would okay. go ahead. Um, yeah, so when I was a kid, I uh, had always started wanting to be in the military and everything, and I had a chance to go to a little bit of college. Are you Erie kid? or Yes, yeah. I grew up in Erie. I okay. went to uh, Central and everything. Yeah. Um, I had a chance to go to college, but then it just wasn't working out, so I joined the Navy. I was like, well, I don't have anything else going on. So I did a six-year enlistment initially, and then um, I loved it so much I kept going. I've been on two different ships. Um, uh, that was those are you in are reserves great. now or uh, no sir. okay so you you've been what do they call that i guess you retired basically yeah yeah basically okay so, <laughs> so and, and uh, your role uh now is that you volunteer for the va yes sir i uh, drive around the, the dav vehicles making sure everyone gets to and from appointments uh when i first got back to erie moved back here i didn't have a car myself and i had sure. to utilize the dav so i was like cool as soon as i get back on my feet perfect job for me to do i like driving around so. so dav stands for disabled american veterans correct yes. all righty let's meet uh, karen o'neill the chief of the center for development and civic engagement voluntary services long title karen yes. but tell us a little <laughs> bit about your origin story uh you're from new york state correct uh, i am not originally uh, okay but i currently live in new york state gotcha. i'm originally from the wattsburg north okay Township sure. area out in the rural area there i have been uh, at the erie va medical center since 1989 so wow. going on 34 years Fantastic. so yeah it's been a wow. career for me uh, va's been uh, good good to me a great place to work i went to school at area business center and did my internship there and uh, ripe age of 18 i started working uh, up at the va and been there ever since i have been in the current office that i'm in for about 26 years I found my niche there. I absolutely love it. I love working with the people, and I will stay there as long as. What do you me. essentially do? What are kind of, kind of the basic um, my elements? Office, the office that I manage has mm -hmm. uh, three core functions. Uh, first of all, the inevitable. Of course, we recruit volunteers and we orient them. We bring them on board. Make sure they're a good match, good fit uh, for the assignment uh, with their time and their talents and their availability. And of course, we manage our gifts and donations to the medical center. Nice. And all of our, um, we call them CBOX, our community based outpatient clinics. And then we also do special events. Uh, we just recently had our Veterans Day parade last weekend. Uh, so it was a beautiful, gorgeous day. I think in the 25 years I've done them, uh, this is the best day we've ever had. I, I can only imagine, yeah. It I was mean. gorgeous. 
Uh, only ever had to cancel one due to a blizzard. But yeah. uh, usually we're a little bit cold. Um, but, you know, we honor our veterans in that way. So proud to do it. Welcome back, Chanel Cook, the public affairs officer. And, and Chanel, um, would you say that interest in veterans and veterans affairs has increased as the years come on? I mean, I, I mean you've been in this role several years now. What do you think? Do you, do you think that we're remembering our vets better these days? Well, I don't even know that it's worth comparing, but I think it's important that we affirm and acknowledge more than anything. And I think that's probably what you're seeing more and more um, is the emphasis of prioritizing veterans' access to care and ensuring that we leave no veteran behind. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what what fascinates me about the VA, I mean, we're talking, talking about the Erie VA Medical Center, but it's really a holistic approach to veterans services isn't it oh absolutely so i mean our our primary services are of course primary care um we also have whole health which is um in in a nutshell non-traditional medicine right um mm -hmm. so it, it it lets the veteran decide what matters most to them so they have reiki cupping qigong tai chi battlefield acupressure and acupuncture oh, wow. Yeah, and then we also have traditional primary care, of course. We have behavioral health, so that's our mental health service component, um, and it's ranked uh, among the top in VAs across America, actually. Here in Erie, Pennsylvania, RBH um, is ranked in the, in the top percentile across all VAs. And then, of course, um, we also have telehealth services, and, you know, we relied upon those heavily during the pandemic. There's no, there's no doubt about it. So uh, let's talk about vets uh, after the pandemic here. Uh, do you feel like uh, that access is uh, at least, at least people are, are affording themselves the access like they need to now? Oh, absolutely. And our hospital is fortunate enough to be a part of something called the Western Market Initiative. Um, and so what that means is we partner up with hospitals um, in our network, our region. So we have. Um, collaborative services with places like Pittsburgh Hospital, right, with cardiology, rheumatology. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of different services have been expanded that way, um, just using uh, the telehealth feature and ensuring that doctors make themselves available um, to veterans regardless of location. Let's go back to Andy here. Andy, uh, again, uh, you help out a lot of the vets to get to their, their uh, appointments at the uh, at the VA, yes. talk about you know where you know some of the yeah you know, where where are our vets at you know who are they uh, you, you know um, uh, you know are, are they getting younger what's all that what do you see uh, um, I have noticed after the pandemic some of the younger um, guys are coming in but we I just don't want to encourage everybody that the Erie VA is great um, yeah. I had been in Denver before that one was also great but here. Everybody is so friendly, and I get great care here. And um, everybody that I pick up and drive to and from, it just you get to listen to share stories, basically war stories or mm -hmm. you know deployment and stuff like that. And you get to are, are veterans more open to talking about their combat experiences? Like you know, I I always heard that you know my dad was you know in World War II, he didn't really experience combat, but they didn't. The, the, those old guys didn't really talk about it. Are, are they more open about it? Um, usually you'll find peer groups and you'll find um, guys that you have something in common with and you just are able to chat more so than some of the people I knew in high school and everything. I don't have as many experiences yeah. because my 20s and 30s were a lot different than 
what they did. That's that really was... true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you experience a different, uh, em- you know, emerging than uh, than maybe your buddies at, at Central High, right? Yeah. I mean, golly, <laughs> think about that. You had to grow up real quick. Oh, yeah, it it was fun. I really enjoyed my experience, though. I mean, yeah. it's hard work, and there's times you don't get sleep, but. I gotta say, being out in the middle of the ocean and seeing all the stars in the sky, just like no moon and just seeing everything, it's just it's something you you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, you get these experiences and all the different countries I've been to. I mean, that's fun too. So. Well, and, and and you know, kudos to you because it's hard to get into the Navy. I mean, you have to be pretty sharp. I mean, anymore, it's competitive, right? I mean, I, I think so. Now yeah. it's uh, it's been twenty years more since I But you had tech skills too. Yeah, um, I did have a uh, tech job and mechanical job. So I did you? I uh, fixed the gear on the ship as well, and I was able to troubleshoot and everything along with just doing my regular job. Was this something that you tinkered to as a young one? I don't know. I always did stuff. <laughs> My mom's like, well, you did like taking stuff apart. So well, well, I guess. Uh, yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's a skill. The, uh, 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 Karen, I want to ask you about, um, have you noticed more interest from the general public in veterans affairs and, you know, wanting to engage or support or fund, you know, all that kind of thing? You know, I, I do specific times of the year. I, I see a lot more support uh, from organizations. I get a lot of of more outreaches and phone calls from the community uh, members wanting to help veterans. Kind of like this time of the year. It is the season. Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. Christmas, and what I would like to see is um, just some of that spread out. Sure, sure, sure. Throughout the entire year. Um, Our veterans know they're not forgotten, but you know, we all lead busy lives and you know, it takes sometimes a holiday to bring that forward um in your brain to remember oh yeah i wanted to do this and i've been wanting to do this now's the time well i want to and, and that's part of my responsibility mm. is to build those coalitions build those uh, partnerships with the community with organizations and individuals to just continue that support throughout the year and i think we do very well we um, have a lot of community support we have some support with civic organizations of course our veteran service organizations uh, tops market yeah um you know we really do branch out and the support is there erie is wonderful to us yeah kind of think okay if november is veterans month maybe do something in may six months Correct. from now and uh, yeah. have it kind of go through the summer so that uh so that we kind of spread that out um uh we're gonna have to take a break here pretty quick but i, I you know i do want to get into some of the specifics of uh of what uh, the the VA is offering and uh, I cuz I I wonder if there's still vets that feel like well I don't qualify for this or I I can't do that Chanel. Do you run into that a lot? Every single day. Okay, we're gosh. here to debunk that. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay, we're we're mythbusters today. I love that. That's awesome. Chanel Cook, uh you you handed me this really pretty poster honoring all who served November 11th Veterans Day. I'm going to put it uh, in front of one of the cameras here, yes. and um, uh, so so, tell me, an Erie employee got involved with this? Tell Absolutely. Yeah, what's Her this name all? is Bree Cummings, and she has a background in signage. Uh, she used to work for Howard Industries, and uh, we met during our time at Erie Arts and Culture, and now we have a chance to work together. And uh, encouraged her. She asked, "What do you think? Should I enter the contest?" And I said, "Absolutely." She is a very humble human being, 
Um, but uh, I said, yeah, you got to get in this because she's one of the best visual information specialists uh, that the VA has, I think, across VA, period. Not so VA. this is the national poster? It is. And she's That's headed amazing. to D.C. with her sister. Um, do you know today. what this picture is from? I absolutely do. She went down to the Erie County Veterans Memorial Park. This is a picture of Erie County? Yep. All of those <laughs> are from the park next to Collegiate Academy and the Veterans Memorial Stadium. Every oh, how gratifying piece. is that? It's cool. Even the flag, everything. She's oh, talented. my goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, Shady, we're going to put what ca what camera, Shane? That camera. This camera there? <laughs> All right. She's trying to get it in the if you're watching If you're watching Facebook Live, Shaney's going to get a good picture of it. And we'll we'll take a picture and post it on our Facebook. Thank you That so is much. amazing. Wow. I'm going to force her to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you know, let's talk about volunteers. You know, again... Uh, you have some real superheroes, don't you guys? Yeah. Yes, yeah. and this year, uh, Karen um, worked with Bree and I, and Bree made some really good volunteer profiles, um, and those are available on our website, um, and they're amazing. And the stories that she got to uncover from veteran volunteers to civilians are absolutely fabulous. And honestly, Karen's super blessed and lucky to be able to work with these different people, and she's got excellent... Uh, output and amazing numbers um, across VA period. So talk about that if you don't Absolutely. Mind. Yes. So uh, just to elaborate a little bit on what Chanel just said, stated, um, when Bree did those profiles on our volunteers some, uh, who are veterans, um, now I just do want, want to debunk the myth. You do not have to be a veteran to volunteer okay. at the facility. There so a go. lot of people think that, but you do not. Um, so so, but we were highlighting our veteran um, volunteers and it was during volunteer recognition week and um, some of our key officials in um, leadership throughout uh, VA nationally in Washington, DC, were calling our veteran volunteers to thank them for their service um, in the military and also for their service to VA and veterans afterwards. Wow. So it was a privilege because even the secretary of VA had reached out to seriously some of our yeah. volunteers. cabinet so, level. Yeah. Wow. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> we're doing big things. We're yeah. getting recognized. Well, you know, just a, just a, a <laughs> pause here. I mean, we were we had a threat, you know, several years ago of losing our VA, you know, and so it's just so great to hear, you know, the high marks coming out of uh, behavioral health, the high marks of of like what you're talking about, volunteerism, and just you know what you do every day to just have that so accessible to the population center, uh, uh, you know, with, with, with you driving to primary care, Andy. I mean, it, yeah. it just really is important, yeah. you know? So just um, also to our, our fiscal year goes from October to the end of September. So you're in the new year mm -hmm. now. Yes, yeah. we just entered our new fiscal year. So we have the um, fiscal year 22 results, uh, our statistics. Um, so uh, to give you a little bit of background, we have nine VA medical centers in our vision what we call it's a veterans integrated services network okay and it's a whole state of pennsylvania plus one va in delaware mm -hmm. in wilmington delaware so there is a voluntary service cdce program at each site and amongst the nine facilities um erie ranked second in number of volunteers so we had 321 active volunteers fantastic during the year and this is po this is during pandemic yeah so um we actually came out at number one for volunteer hours our volunteers put in over 41,000 hours during the year, which equates to 22 full-time employees. That's incredible. Yeah, in wow. our perspective, we have 886 full-time employees. You do? And over 300 volunteers. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Yes. 
So, and, and our VA is not the largest in the visit. Sure, we're, yeah. we're on the smaller side. You know, we're a level uh, three, three facility. Mm. And we have, of course, level 1As and 1Bs and that are you know, highly specialty facilities in our vision. So I think for the size of our facility, our program uh, just shows the dedication that we have in this community to help yeah, others I and agree. to help our veterans. Speaks to the heart of Erie. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about it before, but um, Erie is the underdog. And I think we see that too. We see that as well at VA. Um, there, there's no doubt about it. And and I, I appreciate that that the, that the Veterans Administration has been making investments in Erie. You know, they're, uh, I don't know. I mean, some of this stuff is like really, uh, you know, heavy metal, like they're putting that new ch uh, cooling plant or what? Yes, but our I chiller mean, plant. That's chiller important. plant. It, absolutely, yeah. you got to keep things cool, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. yeah. Modernization is important. Um, I think you'll go to any VA across America, and you'll always see something happening, right? Mm -hmm. um, we made that commitment. If we made the promise, then we need to keep it. So keeping veterans cool and keeping the environment welcoming um, and at a level temperature doesn't yeah. sound like a huge undertaking, but it definitely is. But with, you know, the redesign of, of, of the entrances and, and all the things that have been, I mean, there's been a lot going on on that campus in the last 10 years for yeah, sure. And we're not stopping. We also, um, we broke ground, I think, back in March on a new VA clinic in Venango as oh, well. Um, so right? we're expanding our primary care. Is that part of like the new model of having kind of yes. more, uh, you know, almost like an urgent care or something, uh, but part of the VA? Well, you I know, think a the design clinics? is, yeah, the design's supposed to be more um, attuned to what the veterans need and what okay. their primary care providers makes, need. Makes a lot of yeah. sense. Um, let's talk about uh, putting some skin in the game. Let's talk about donations. And, and, of, and of course, we're, we're talking, you know, we, we had a story about the, the tiny houses that are going to be going up, uh, up up at the sports park. Yep. And Bookwell Travel is involved with that, uh, and they're, they're donating money. So uh, maybe, Chanel, you can kind of cover donations and, and all that. Well, well that's Karen's uh, yeah, oh, that's Karen. Okay, okay sorry. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no. Um... I'm just the host. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just to educate um, all of you, all the listeners, um, that we do accept several types of donations. Um, we accept uh, what we call in-kind donations, which are just items, non-monetary uh, donations. And just as an example of some of those uh, that we accept um, around the clock, around the uh, all year long, are like personal hygiene items for our residents. Okay. You know, um, like name brand. You know, you go into a hospital, you get like these single double blade razors. You know, we, you know, we get donations of like the Gillettes, the the, mm. the five blade that right. are easier for for the guys to use. Um, you know, name brand body wash, you know, male body wash, um, toothbrushes, toothpaste, you know, Kleenex that doesn't feel like a cardboard mm -hmm. on your nose. So, sure. so just the niceties that supplement, um, you know, what they, what they get in the facility. So, so those kinds of things. Um, we also accept items, uh, such as, um, new clothing, um, uh, for the residents, okay. you know, sweatpants, sweatshirts, t-shirts are, are a nice, uh, thing that they, that they always request. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell them about the wish list. Don't be shy. Oh, yes, yes. We have a wish list um, on our website at uh, www.erieva.gov. And if you click on volunteer or donate, there is a wish list for every section of the medical center that we accept donations for. It's separated by the unit. Um, and we also have an Amazon wish list. Oh, okay. Which is really nice. It's in yeah. that, it's in the wish list, the link. 
and if you click on the link, um, our, our our donors can literally from home uh, look at that. It'll tell what area the item is going to be used for mm -hmm. and how many are needed. And they can just purchase the item and have it shipped directly to the VA hospital. And there will be a little note in there as to who it's from. Do you do like a like a Christmas gift exchange or, you know, uh, um, like we, a, you know, we do a lot. A, for pick Christmas. a tag kind of thing, you know. <laughs> well, we do a lot for Christmas. And like I said, Erie is wonderful to our veterans. Um, I get calls all the time. I've got um, just a couple emails today. Okay. Uh, from some supporters who want to know what our veterans in-house want for Christmas. Great. They need. Uh, so yeah, so. definitely check it out. EerieVA.com. EerieVA.gov. Just a couple days in front of Veterans Day and the day after Election Day. So perfect to be talking to uh, representatives of the Erie VA Medical Center. We have with us Chanel Cook and uh, we have with us... Um, uh, uh, Karen uh, O'Neill and also Andy Place and um, and let's let's continue on folks because I want I want to talk about the um, the Hall of Heroes tell me a little bit about that Chanel so the Hall of Heroes is a joint effort between Karen's department and ours um, yeah. so public affairs and voluntary services um, as well as interior design because it actually goes on the wall okay. so essentially yeah. it's a display um, that we would love to be able to rotate and it um, has pictures of our hometown and regional heroes so what we like to do is encourage all veterans um, who served um, to please share your photos um, they need to be able to be scanned we do have particulars um, sure. and Karen could get a little bit more into that but the goal is to not only diversify the collection but rotate it mm -hmm. um, and so that's a charge that we have internally from our leadership and then community members have said hey how do we get on the wall and so you talk to Karen's department, um, <laughs> supply what they need, and you'll be eligible. And then we'll work with interior design to make sure everything gets matted yeah. and framed and displayed appropriately. You know, this sounds like this would be kind of a cool project for a few photographers to help. If, if you don't have a decent picture, why well, not? Or, or how does this work? What, what we like to do is showcase the, uh, the photo of them in uniform. Okay, so this would be their military era. service. Mm -hmm. yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so I do the uh, myself or my specialist, Stacy. We do the intake, so we'll set up an interview with the uh, with the donor, and we'll take their photo and we'll scan it. Yeah, and then we take uh, we have just an informational uh, data sheet that we capture some information of mm -hmm. you know when they were in the the service, what branch they served in, where they were based, you know if they you know saw combat, uh, if they served in an era, what kind of uh, ribbons and and awards and pins that they received. Mm -hmm. And then we just capture all of that and submit it off, and um, then Chanel's department will look at that, uh, review it, and we'll capture, put it all together in a package. Nice. And then she sends it off to Interior Design. It's beautiful. Away. If it you haven't, beautiful. if you haven't been in there, at least take a look. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, while you're doing this, you're getting some, you're getting some uh, data to help, right? I mean, and and, and part of this is kind of uh, capturing uh, data for those that might need services under this PACT Act. Can you explain all that? Well, sure. So um, the PACT Act is the latest, um, uh, it was a bill that became law signed mm -hmm. by President Biden um, in 2022. And it stands for the Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxics. And basically what that means, it's our largest expansion of health care benefits um, for veterans who are exposed to toxic burn pits or any other toxic substances. So that includes veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, 
post 9-11 and also to a lot of their survivors. Um, And so that's the really important part is to take a look at the expanded presumptions because it includes multiple kinds of cancer, high blood pressure, COPD, um, sinusitis, rhinitis. And so um, what we're doing is encouraging folks, if you've been previously denied, file a supplemental claim with your VSO, your DAV, or your county veterans office, like Mm -hmm. Erie County would be at the courthouse with Joe Bonacci and his team. Um, And then also, you're always welcome to contact our eligibility and enrollment office. Nathan Gennaro and his team are excellent. Um, And the number for any of your listeners is 814-860-2970. And we're there. They're there Monday through Friday from 8 until 430. And you can always learn more at www.va.gov slash PACT. Andy, I want to ask you, as you as you talk to some of the vets and you bring them to primary care, are some of them carrying service-related injuries? I believe the majority of them are. Um, so we don't always talk about the sure. reason of going to and from the hospital. A lot of times we're just, you know, sometimes just about the weather, or we do talk about, you know, stuff that we did well in service. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally we'll talk about some medical things, but that's why. I mean, yeah, you're, that's part of your life, so let's yeah. have somebody friendly to talk to. Yeah, well, and, and people don't realize I think a civilian may not understand how how rigorous I'll use that word it is to be in active duty. It is to be in service or or you know or uh, you know um, activated as a member of uh, you know of the reserves. I mean, if you if you if you were a Pennsylvania National Guard and you did a stint in Iraq, man, you went through a lot. Right. I mean, you yes. went through a lot. And so, you know, how how heavy was that rock on you? How 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 intense was the train you were climbing? How what about the dust? What about the sleeping conditions? I mean, this is what you and then and then they come home and you guys got to pick up the pieces well, yeah. at the VA. I mean, that's our yeah. responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, they committed to serve and sacrifice and we committed to take care of them. Um, and so this PACT Act expansion um, serves to do that. Um, and I, I know a lot of veterans have told me it's long overdue. So that's really important. One thing that you mentioned that I want to touch on is we often think of the inabilities or the disabilities that are seen to the naked eye. But our BH team does an amazing job at the ones that people don't see. Right. Um, the things that often people remain silent about. So whether that's intimate partner violence, um, whether that is PTSD, trauma recovery, or substance use disorder, we're here for that too. The things that aren't, you know, always visible right away. I, I want you to talk to the loved ones of the veterans who are, especially when it comes to behavioral health, they might be providing the warning sign or the, or, or waving the flag, oh, right? Yeah, oh. many times they're essential. I mean, I'm sure Karen's seen way more than I have, um, but. Now is actually November is National Caregiver Month, by the way, and our caregiver support team does an excellent job of training uh, veteran caregivers. So their family members, their friends who care for them day in, day out of taking a look, noticing the signs, paying attention to what's there, noticing if there are any suicidal ideations or any concerns whatsoever. And so, yeah, that person that is taking care of them is critical um, to the overall health and well-being of the veterans. For Karen, sure. talk to what you've seen, too. Yeah, um, 
I, I've, I've seen a lot of, of visible, of course, and like Chanel said, internal um, disabilities come through. And um, it, it's, it's very sad. I, I've, I've seen the highs, I've seen the lows mm. of, of veterans coming in. I mean, we have an upcoming Thanksgiving turkey dinner uh, basket to give away, uh, sponsored by the BPO Elks um, in Erie. They do that every year for us. They've been doing it for probably at least 10 years. And um, we have that coming up, but I will tell you that in the past, um, I had a gentleman come in to pick his up. He was about, I think he said he was 73 years old. Wow. Um, tears coming down his face, um, just saying that he's never, ever, ever had to ask for a handout in his life. But um, he's grateful that we were there for him mm -hmm. in his time of need and that he's very thankful he doesn't have to eat hot dogs again by himself for Thanksgiving. Wow. So, you know, you just these stories um, that we see, um, you know, I think it just, it, it makes it so meaningful for me mm -hmm. to be able to meet their needs and to just be there for them. You know, whether it's just to say, you know, well, thank you for your service, sir. Yeah. And this isn't a handout. You deserve every mm -hmm. bit of it. Well, it just makes me wonder if, you know, the struggles that we're all going through with high inflation or whatever, you know, gas prices, whatever. Is it just that much more magnified for, uh, you know, a veteran or, a, you know, a disabled veteran or so on? Yeah. I mean, yes. sometimes they struggle with so much in their lives that it just takes, you know, something that is something that we, do, we deal with. Like, like you said, high gas prices or yeah. high bill at the grocery store that might just that that's it for them that just they can't take. Yeah, anymore. Whether you're a veteran or not, you yeah, know, whether yeah, you're yeah. dealing with yeah. internal, internal things, and it's just like that, uh, the straw that um, breaks the camel's back, and you know, it's it's unfortunate. So we try to be there, like Chanel said, our behavioral health team is amazing, and we our have volunteers. peer specialists too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, those are other veterans who have lived through um, similar situations because they're a veteran, so they can support their peers. They go through a myriad of training and they learn how to look for those signs, but also give support and mentor as well. So it's very important. Andy, I'm thinking again about your cohort, you know, your, your fellow veterans and also the, the ones that you take care of uh, as you transport. Um, they tell stories like this? Um, yes, and I am also st still in the situation financially where inflation is hitting, but no matter who I talk to at the VA, if I have an issue, I usually get a response of, hey, have you tried going here yet we have this resource for you and that's actually something when i'm driving veterans around even if there's two guys um two people in the car we all talk about uh to each other saying hey we know that there's a discount here hey did you hear their um free free something for veterans and it's just a word of mouth but sometimes that little bit extra helps i mean i've mm -hmm. been helped so much by the va and i'm i'm so happy with the <laughs> va I, I mean um and i encourage anybody to go there super friendly super nice and you get all the resources like i said if somebody doesn't know it right away they're gonna be like you should just go talk to that person because they'll get your answer mm -hmm. well i think that's a great segue to go into these core services and so uh let's talk about primary care and behavioral health and and so on yeah goodness joel where do we start i think, I think <laughs> we need you we need you to invite us back um, <laughs> there you go but generally speaking we do serve over twenty two thousand veterans a year seriously so yeah. that's between our facility and 
our VA County clinics that Karen referred to as CBOX um, as well. And, and so it's very important um, when you look at the numbers to see that a lot of those are veterans who have never been to the VA before. And so that's why we want to stress the importance of... Because they know, live so far out and now we're coming no, to them? a lot or? of them, what you mentioned earlier, the ones who want to save it for the other people, don't we encourage oh. you to find out even if it was last year and you yeah. were de- you were um, declined um, you should try at least once a year to find out if you can enroll and then be um, uh, eligible for benefits um, we definitely want to do our best what's the to gateway see- for that what what do you need to do to start investigating that so to start you really want to go to eligibility um, that's on the first floor of the Erie VA so, main facility. Uh, like a walk-in. You can walk in. You can also call. Okay. And you can also um, check online. You can actually start to enroll online. So we call it enrollment, So, but it, in the real world, enrollment is not the same thing as it is in VA land. Um, it's basically <laughs> like applying, right? Yeah. So that we sounds call- like so much like the military, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to be just a little bit different. Yes. Um, but if anyone has any questions, we urge you to contact um, 814-860-2970, um, and, and our eligibility team will talk to you. You can walk in as Is well. Is it almost like, a, to like a concierge or, you know, kind of a case manager kind of of uh so you will need some documentation okay, of yeah. course and there but is they'll an walk you through that there's, absolutely there's, there's a whole yes i mean I, th- I feel like you know to navigate the government you really do need a, a sherpa you really you, re- <laughs> yes. you really need a navigator call them subject yes. matter experts joel oh, okay yes <laughs> that would be the cmes yeah. you're right <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we want to encourage those who say, like, I don't want to go to the VA because I want to save those appointments for others. Um, the way that it works, I'll just be quite honest, the more veterans that uh, enroll, the better off it in, you know, improves services and increases um, the funding that we get at the Erie yeah. VA and our clinics. So that's yeah. very important. So you want to make wait. sure the Erie VA is essential. Right. And so your participation helps. Right. It absolutely does help. So, again. If you've served, find out. Bottom line. Okay. And so uh, some of those core services, primary care, behavioral health, uh, WH, what is that? Whole health. Whole health. Yes, health and well. Think wellness. Wellness, What yeah. matters to you? Um, and if maybe medicine, traditional medicine didn't work for you, yeah. try something in whole health. Um, Reiki, cupping. I've done Reiki myself. I love it. Um Cupping, oh, the I, cupping is with the little yes, yeah, the and little burn. Absolutely, yeah. we well, don't burn, Joel. Okay, <laughs> you just suck all the air out of it, don't, right? Okay. Don't scare anyone. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, of course, telehealth is really helpful. Yes, um, and I'd like to add, we yeah. VA was at the forefront, so sure. VA has been doing telehealth for a long time, long before the pandemic. Seriously, um, absolutely. Um, but we definitely made sure that veterans had. Um, all of what we call the modalities, so all of the technology that they needed to be able to access that care. And many of them still do. So they can, they can still use telehealth. We also have a telehealth urgent care hotline. Um, that's available on our website. So even when the building's closed, you can still connect with someone. And that's through our network that Karen mentioned earlier. So it's like our conglomerate of uh, facilities, if you will. Beautiful. Um, and uh, let's... Uh talk about let's finish up we kind of we'll finish up where we started which is this the this outreach and community partnerships again like everybody is you know pouring out the love right now because it is veterans month and veterans day on the 11th um what what do you what do you think some of the felt needs are there is is there something that 
that the Erie community, you know what, if we could just do X or if we, you know, if we could have a little bit more of that, Karen, what do you think? Well, you know, our, our veterans, they'd love to know that they're not forgotten, right? Yeah. So they want to know that the community's thinking of them and they're not just sitting, you know, up there at the VA and, and not being recognized. So mm-hmm. um, simple cards. Really? You know, cards that are made. We get them a lot from schools. They're so cute. Um, but we get them from colleges and universities as well. And we distribute them uh, to our residents. And we also will put them in pharmacy uh, prescription bags when patients come to pick them up. And it's just a nice little extra thing in their bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a simple card. Um, right now, we're currently not having um, the outside community into our CLCs. Okay. Uh, yeah. We were. We did a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We were uh, branching out there. And we actually had the otters come to visit. Nice. Um, we had a performance back in May by recreation, although it was outdoors, but mm-hmm. still it was mm-hmm. beautiful. And um, and then right now we're um, we're kind of in an outbreak status, so we're we're closed off right now. Okay. Um, hopefully that will change next week. Yeah. So we um, we review that every couple of weeks. So hopefully we'll be able to expand that and allow some folks back in. But that has to be scheduled, of course, sure. in advance. We have certain criteria requirements. You know, they will have to be vaccinated and tested prior to coming up. But that will all be arranged through through my office. Are, are you guys pretty gratified at some of the some of the things that are happening in the community, like like the tiny houses and and some of the some of the other you know? I mean, it just seems to be more attention, um, you know, for those physical needs that veterans have. Yeah, I think it's important um, that we have you know full circle, comprehensive collaboration. So we provide healthcare services. A lot of folks forget we are a hospital. Um, So the rules that Karen talked about, you know, for screening, um, Mm -hmm. allowing folks in depending on the status of of a resident um, is very important, but we, it doesn't mean it stops at the door. So we can do things in and around the community as well. We love to partner and uh, participate in resource fairs. Um, During the pandemic, we held drive-through events. Um, And so, yes, partnership is very important. And we urge anyone who wants to connect with VA to either connect with voluntary services, public affairs. Um, And of course, we always make sure that our leadership is on board Mm -hmm. um, with anything that we would endeavor to do in the community. So the the connection with the Miracle, uh, the Veterans Miracle Network, uh, the center. And and I'm thinking also the... um, Gosh, uh, you know, just just some of these these other op- opportunities are, are just it just it just seems like we're raised the temperature of concern and care for our veterans. And and again, you guys are well. And also, you know, having a strong leadership of veterans at the county level, that's got to be important, too. Oh, right? definitely. Federal, state, county, local. They all matter. I think I've worked at every well, no, I haven't worked at state. I've had federal and local, um, yeah. maybe before I'm too old. Sure. But no, in all honesty, um, we are a team, and that's how we should act. We're a community. We lived, and we should be serving, you know, returning as best we can. Obviously, we can never match what the veterans have done for us, but every day we should do a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, and the fact that people are having conversations coming together is important. Andy, I want to finish with you. and. Uh, do you feel like Erie is a warm and welcoming place for veterans? Oh, most definitely. I, like I said, I got here and I've had the best care. Um, I was actually a little shocked when I first went to check in, thinking it was going to take hours and take a couple weeks to get my first appointment. And they're like, hey, we can set you up with everything tomorrow, blah, blah. I'm like, 
they, this is a yeah. great place and I like I said I've gotten great care here and they um, the VA also has a care in the community and that's great because um, the DAV drivers will also bring veterans to their outside appointments as well and mm -hmm. because that's all provided by the VA so it's really great and it's nice driver. I don't sure, care. sure. I just want yeah. to encourage everyone real quick. If yeah. you have a heart for veterans like Andy, whether you're a veteran or not, please connect with Karen mm -hmm. at Voluntary Services. We yeah. need more veterans. Um, we need more volunteers. We need more veteran volunteers um, to take interest and share who they are, whether that's your time, talent, or treasure. If you are someone listening or viewing this, please connect with the VA. Um, our veterans deserve to be honored and celebrated and applauded for their service. And just in addition to that, we, um, the volunteers, I would like to stress, we would love to see some of our youth volunteers come in. There you go. Our veterans love seeing our youth, love seeing the young kids, um, 14 years of age and up, uh, come and see okay. me. Okay. Beautiful. We'll accommodate you for your school breaks, summer breaks, and uh, we would love to add you to our you, team. You could be a VH uh, uh, candy striper or something like that. Do they <laughs> still do that thing? Ambassador Joel. I'm there. sorry. Yeah, I'm, such a, such, I'm just so old school anymore. Oh, my gosh. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for so, having us. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> Chanel Cook, Karen O'Neill, and oh, oh. Andy Place. You got one more thing, Andy? Yeah, what, sorry. What? I, um, I wanted to say that there's a patriotic concert tomorrow okay. evening at her auditorium down at Blasco Library there. It's at 7 p.m. It's a free event. It's being put on by Concert Band in Northwest Pennsylvania. I happen to be a trumpet player in that. Awesome. But, uh, 7 p.m., her auditorium, free concert, patriotic for Veterans Day. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're irrepressible. I'm yes. just going to tell you that. Thank you so, so much, folks. We really appreciate it here. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com.